Hey, this is Steve with the Punch-Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steven. Ian O'Shea. Hey, Steve. Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. And in our guest storyteller chair is Dave Jadico. Hey, Steve. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, Dave. It's all yours, buddy. Okay. Um, so this story is one from my past, obviously, as opposed to one from my future. <laughs> and it's uh, from 1990. I had to sit down and do the math to figure that out. It was the year I turned 21, and uh, I was working a summer job. Actually, I went to Drexel University, and uh, we had co-ops, and so I was a, in a, a music program that was music engineering, and so part of my degree was in performance. And so that summer, if I remember correctly, I was working at a film and video place doing sound recording. That was my co-op, you know, and I was doing a lot of the like stuff that we have all set up here doing this podcast. So it, like a internship, you're doing practical work as part of your schooling? Yeah, and it was uh-huh. it was a job, not just an internship. It was like we actually paid. We got paid, yeah, for oh, six great. months. They and help, they and help place you, and, and you get credit. Uh-huh. Yeah, you get credit. Yeah, it's oh, a big awesome. thing with going there is you, when you graduate after five years, you have two and a half years. And what are we talking experience. here? Are we talking uh, shoulder length hair, goatee? This time period, no facial hair. Definitely like hair probably... Like uh, like Bill and Ted kind of length. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves kind of length in that. Collar oh, length. Uh, collar length, all one all length. Right. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. I really, I was really Whoa. proud of that. All one length, collar Steve's length hair. Exactly. That, yeah. In fact, I used to wear like a bandana. I know that length. Keep it out of my face. Yeah. A bandana. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. big glasses. You know, like so, big and, framed glasses. And is yeah. this like pocket full of kryptonite? Is is hit? That is actually exactly charts? when this is. Well, it's 1990. So right. Yeah. That came out right around then, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's been Vogue. Vogue. Madonna's Vogue was big that year. Yeah. Oh, oh, the cone boobs? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you have stories? Did you have cone boobs? Sorry? Cone boobs, Madonna? I I, I remember them. Were you asking me to to confirm that? that Yes, they were cones. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (laughs) That actually, that that film and video job that I worked at, we used to film a lot of TV commercials, and Kelly Ripa, who's on TV now, sure. She was one of the models. Right, she was a Jersey girl. Yeah, she right? was one of the models that did. She's early forties. Commercials. Yeah, she was. Right? She was younger than me at the time. I remember that. I think she was like eighteen, and I was like twenty. She's probably older than you now. Probably. Because it's later. Because well, she yeah. And celebrity does that. That's how time works. So my friend, while I was working this film and video job, uh, this guy Chad, who was a guy that I was, uh, we juggled together. One of the things I did all from growing up was I was a juggler. And he and a buddy of mine, this guy Scott and Chad, the three of us the year before had put together like a routine and competed in the International Juggling Association National Competition. Oh my God. Scott, Chad, and Dave? Scott, Chad, and Dave. Yeah. This our was company. before the internet, obviously. It's a way before the <laughs> yeah. internet. What'd you call yourselves? Falling Objects Incorporated. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> we had a logo and everything. It was cool. Cool in quotation. So we would do like. Like kids' parties, and we did, I remember, yeah. like a Boy Scout banquet and, you know, stuff like that. And it was something we did the year before a couple of times, and, and we competed. We didn't do very well when we competed, but we still did it. Juggling competitions. So just like double dutch, or, I mean, it's about There's different levels. And- there's, there's some that are for numbers and skills, and then there's some for artistic and teams, and there's all different categories. And there are judges that sit in... Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, in fact, the year that we went down to Baltimore to compete. Uh, this guy named Anthony Gatto, who is widely considered the best juggler in the world. Uh, he's a Vegas performer now. He broke all these records at the age of like 17 years old doing like, you know. Chainsaws? Uh, no, but doing like, I think like 12 pins. Or oh 13 pins. Like, like these ridiculous number and for just like minutes on end. And, two arms? Uh, two arms on this guy, yeah. <laughs> wow. So Chad calls me up and tells me he, he got a gig for the summer juggling at an amusement park. 
and they needed a second juggler. He, it Hello. was for a team. And I had been doing this, you know, this recording job for only a couple of months, and it was my co-op. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can get out of it. And so I talked to my advisor at school, and I said, but it's a performance job. And they were like, yeah, technically that kind of applies to your major. And so I got permission to switch to the other job. So I took this job. Nice. That substituted your... Del- or that your was like my experience Drexel. for the summer, yeah, okay. was getting performance experience. And where was it? It was at Rise Playland. It's off of uh, 95, right outside of New Rochelle. Oh, okay. And it, it looks like Coney Island sort yeah. of place. In fact, the movie Big... At yeah. the end where he goes to the yeah. Zoltar yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the pier of Rise Playland. Okay. Yeah. And also another movie reference is Fatal Attraction, the the roller coaster. Oh the right. Yeah. Roller coaster, that's the the roller coaster. It's from also the Rise basis Playland. of every Scooby Doo episode. It, it takes place at that old yeah. amusement park. Yeah. It looked exactly like that. Right. Yeah. And so we got a job there. This company, I think it was called ATF Entertainment or FTA. It was that's three three letters. ATF. I know. I was trying to remember, but I'm pretty sure those were the letters. They hired us. They knew Chad from um, Up With People, so he knew like a production company, and so somehow that's how he got the contact. The juggler's grapevine? <laughs> yeah, well, because I think with Up With People, he like rode a unicycle and juggled, and so they knew he did that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we took this job. It paid like 240 a week, which back then, and they provided yeah. housing. Yeah. So 240 a week and housing for back in 1990 that's for probably, a 20-year-old. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really a great gig. A lot of tail in juggling? So here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so we we get to the house they rented us this big mansion in new rochelle new york like this gorgeous suburbia and we had gotten there two months after the contract had started with all the rest of the performers so everyone's there not just the two of you it was uh five guys and five girls that were the singers and dancers that did a review okay a guy that did a game show with like a hostess that they would do like this thing pull people out of the audience up on stage and it was like a Jeopardy kind of answer questions and win t-shirts from the local radio station. And the two jugglers, we all okay. shared this one house. And I think like a recording guy, sound guy. But they've been there for a few months. So they you had the been there. Rooms. So here's the thing. No, here's the thing. They gave us one of the rooms, but they had already all partnered up. Hmm. Oh, everybody was yeah. like, and even all the gay and straight people worked out. Like yeah. everybody, <laughs> when we showed up, everybody was partnered up. It right. was just like Chad and me were like, no. <laughs> All the women are taken. All the guys are taken. Everybody's taken. You know, it's like, okay. Wait for the breakups. But the coolest thing Let's was... Let's go juggle. They bought us beds. The only furniture in the entire house was there was a piano downstairs, a kitchen table, and beds in all the rooms. Everybody had single beds, except for somehow they made a mistake, and they bought Chad and myself two big queen-size beds. And everybody was pissed at us because Whoa. they had all paired up. You guys up. had yeah. real estate. And we had serious yeah. beds. Yeah, yeah, I remember them being really pissed at us. So we had this cool house, and we were about maybe four or five miles away from Rise Playland. And so the way it worked was every morning, Chad and I would drive. We, we had an early shift, so we did like opening until like 6 p.m. Okay. And the singers started like around 1 p.m. and worked till like 9 p.m. or something. They did the you second shift. opening. What second time shift. was opening? I think it was like 11 a.m. Yeah, or 10.30, something like that. So you're, you were the early shift, and then you were done? And yeah, so we worked yeah. for eight hours, and our job was to wander the park for, I think we had to do three 10-minute shows, like drop the hat, not drop the hat for money, but like drop a circle and gather a crowd and do like a street show. We, mm-hmm. we developed a street show, talking to the crowds, working with little kids. And you would gather your own crowd? We'd gather people okay. together. We'd yep. start juggling, and as soon as you start juggling, they just come. people gather. And yeah. we, we did all these different things. Days when we were hungover, we just put white face on and pretend we were mimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, did that a lot, did you? No, I just remembered like <laughs> once or twice. But we, we used to do like this one routine where... So you agree mimes can phone it in? Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But the phone is like invisible. Right. Yeah. 
annoying. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and we would also do the when we overlapped with the singers and dancers, we would do a pre-show for them on the stage. I remember we would say, this isn't the show, but the show's about the start. This isn't the show, the show's about... And that would, mm-hmm. and we'd do like a routine up on stage to gather a crowd for the, the song and dance review yeah. number that they did on the stage. So there was the guy that hired us. There were also like these brass band guys that toured the park. They lived in a different house. But the guy that signed our paychecks and paid us and stuff, he was kind of around occasionally. And like he would keep an eye on how everything was going, make sure everything was cool. And there was all this buzz. Stole out some dime bags? No, he didn't deal deal at all. (laughs) He did seem like one of those kind of creepy dudes that would just like hang out with a bunch of 20-year-old kids. Well, the dancers. I mean, I'm sure some of the lady dancers were attractive young ladies. All all the dancers were attractive. The the men and the women. They were all really good-looking people. Was the guy like kind of a carny cast-off? No, that guy was like an accountant. Uh. Yeah, he was like like balding. Always had like a tie on in the park, and he'd be sweating his ass off. And like, <laughs> short you know, sleeves, yeah, short sleeves. Yeah. yeah what yeah, drove him to assemble this? Well, he was team just the of dancers and jugglers. This was a company that had um, entertainment in different parks around the country. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, and he was so, a site manager. Exactly. So the, one of the guys, he was like this guy was one of those three letters A T or F, and then so the word came down that the guy. And I think it was the A. I don't remember what his name was. But that that guy who really owned the company was going to come and see our shows. And that was a big deal. Mr. Big. It was Mr. Big. And Mr. he was going to come Mr. A Big. and see our show. And he was going to come see us in the morning or early part of the day. And then he was going to come back later and watch the singers and dancers that night. What would this mean if you got the nod from well, Mr. Big? I don't think that there was any fear that we would not... Our, what we were doing was good. I was thinking it was more we just wanted his approval. Right? Uh-huh. Like we wanted him to yeah. see all the work we've been doing. But I mean, could he hook you up with more parks or larger well, and jobs? And that's possible, or... sure. Yeah, because it was his company. Right. And so okay. we, we wanted to impress him. Uh-huh. And we had heard about it. He's like a real gregarious and kind of like showman. And sure enough, when he showed up at the park, hand to God, white suit looked like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> awesome. Like, and had a cane. Oh like the God. whole thing. Like he looked like the guy from uh, Jurassic Park. Welcome. Jurassic Park. Oh yeah, yeah. Richard uh, yeah. Attenborough. 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 He yeah. kind of had that like the beard and the right. the kind of grandfather avuncular kind of yeah. Burl Ives, yeah. And so he did. He watched Chad and myself do a couple of our routines that day, and uh, we chatted with him a little bit. I remember. And then he was going back to check into his hotel or to go take a nap or something like that. So yeah, we were very proud that like you know he had given us the thumbs up. And later that night, please, Mr. A. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't remember if he had a southern drawl or not, but it (laughs) certainly serves. Now he does. It serves the story if he does. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, he went back to his hotel, and we went back home because our shift was done. And then later that night, the singers and dancers came back like around eleven o'clock. We used to always sit on the front porch and drink beer, hang out in the house. And they were like, "Yeah, he didn't. He didn't show up." And we were like. Uh, well, maybe he didn't, you know, like, maybe he couldn't get into his hotel. Right. Then Chad and I were trying to remember, we're like, you know, he's here for the weekend. Maybe he's coming tomorrow to see the Saturday shows. You guys are explaining a guy that you knew nothing yeah, about. Yeah, so we didn't know. And, and it was our recollection that he said he was coming back they to had see only, them. He had only come and seen you guys. Exactly. And and they were a little bit like, oh, he didn't show up. And we're like, all right. Yeah. So the next day we're like, well, he'll show up and see everybody's stuff, the musicians and the singers the next day. And the next day... You know, we're walking around the park, and a lot of us had more overlapping schedules because it was a Saturday, and, and he wasn't there again. And we were like, "Oh, geez, where's this guy?" Oh. And uh, and so we find out later that day that he had died in his hotel room. Oh my God! After, After seeing you, seeing show. <laughs> I mean, like he may have gone out and had dinner, or uh, maybe oh, saw. No, that was it. That was his last but moment the, seeing you guys. Good, he's like, us good thing you guys that, killed. Yeah, he was like that. Oh, oh. oh come we on. did. We killed. Oh, oh, I didn't even. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. 
And we had only met him for yeah. 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. They didn't really even get to meet him. It was really bizarre. I loved your show, boys. I'll, I'll never see anyone again. <laughs> La- what? What was that, sir? Life is complete. I will now retire. Bucket list complete. <laughs> Tell Margaret as, I love her. Soon as Who's I Margaret? Get, we, we need more. As soon as I get back home, I'm going to put you guys in my will. <laughs> <laughs> this is all yours, boys. I've been looking for two handsome jugglers to bequeath <laughs> all my parks to. Anybody have a pen? I left one at the hotel. I shall return, boys. Hey, this is Jesse Preisendorfer. You just heard me on the Punch-Up Podcast. I'm here to tell you about some fun stuff that happens the final Friday of every month. The Blue Show, which is the dirtiest improv comedy show you will ever see at 2030 Sansom Street. If you want to buy tickets, it's cszphiladelphia.com. If you go, you'll see a lot of the people here at the Punch-Up Podcast. So make it your next stop, 10 o'clock, the last Friday of every month. Dirty, funny, be there. Dirty, funny, be there. Hey guys, this is Don Montre from Comedy Sports. Comedy Sports is competitive improvisational comedy. It is two teams of improvisers taking your suggestions to create comedic scenes, songs, and games. There is a referee who acts as a host, who times the games and calls the fouls. There is an announcer who does color commentary and live scoring updates. And there is you. That's right. There is you. You are the audience. You are the loyal fans. And we cannot do comedy sports without you. You give suggestions. You give points. And you choose the winner. Come see comedy sports. We are at the CSZ at the Adrian Theater, 2030 Sansom Street. It is Philadelphia's longest running show. We've been doing it for 25 years. Comedy sports is for everyone, which means it's for you. It's for your kids. It's for your wife. It's for your husband. It's for your friends. It's for that girl you're dating or that guy you're dating it's for everyone so come on out and see comedy sports every saturday night at 7 30 and 10 o'clock and now sundays at a matinee at two o'clock that's three chances to see comedy sports every weekend philadelphia's longest running show comedy sports philly.com see you there so that's this is just to give a texture of like the job that we had up there you know killing people murders <laughs> murders murder fire we have murdered him with going our six pin juggle going back to your double beds looking at each other juggling drinking beer and killing people <laughs> <laughs> who shall we kill next but not being paired up with anyone in the house no. so the killer's life is a very lonely life yeah you guys were on the cusp of about to have a breakup and like you know Veronica was thinking about a larger bed her prospects this threw yeah. everything off this my entire off. life went down a different road because this you man passed like away you smell like so the nature of our job up there was we had off on, I think it was Mondays, kind of like how theaters have off one day of the week. So Chad and I would leave right after our shift and drive back to Bucks County. The whole place was closed or you guys had off? We just had off. Okay. I yeah. Like the, yeah. the entertainment, there was no entertainment like on Mondays or something okay. like Monday that. Monday was a yeah. bummer. If you yeah. showed if up you on went, Monday. If you went there, it was just like nothing. <laughs> just yeah. the They're ride. around here somewhere, kids. Yeah. Just keep looking. The yeah. jugglers are here. I promise. They, they, they would play the song and dance track, but none of the singers would come out. They'd just be playing. Yeah. <laughs> they just put the circles down and the pins would just clatter. The, the lights yeah. are all going. Everything, all the tech guys are there. So, so Chad and I would come home on the weekends. I 
remember I would do my laundry and stuff like that. So we would pack up. He had a Ford Escort. We'd throw everything in. And oh, we yeah. actually would leave right from the park. So we'd be wearing our juggling outfits that we would wear. Oh, my God. Describe that, please. Uh, it was like, it's pretty much like legit standard juggler from the late 80s. Like baggy black Orange, pants. red, and striped suspenders. Sometimes I had, yeah, I had like real big baggy plaid Cataricis. pants. But like black <laughs> pants, like Chuck Taylor's. Like a Henley. Did you have face paint? Wait, you said juggler or juggalo? Whoa, whoa! Juggler. Oh, that's different. Okay. That's like different. a floral print vest, uh-huh. bowler hat, you know, yeah. like dressed oh, like, you know, like. Henley? Uh, like what, what's a Henley? Like a three button. Oh, oh, oh. Kind okay. of like a, like a underwear shirt. I was thinking of Don, Don Henley. Henley. Yeah. Welcome to the hotel, California. So we were driving home and we were in our costumes still. Not that they looked so much like costumes, but yeah. odd enough. I was wearing like a vest that looked like a couch and a pair of plaid pants. Now you got fog hat on, smoking cigarettes in the car, wearing cruising south on on the uh, on New Jersey New Jersey Turnpike, ninety five, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's a Sunday at around six o'clock, six thirty. So it's dead. Yeah, there's nobody, and it's like you know seven o'clock. It's like you know magic hour. It's like you know just like the sun is just starting to set. It's like and there is it's desolate. There's nobody on the highway, and we're just cruising along like 70, 75 miles an hour. And we hear like, like real like kind of a muffler, a glass pack muffler. I'm muffler coming kind of for you, boys. And uh, <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> no, what pulls up next to us is like a Honda CRX, like a low to the ground effects, uh-huh. you know, kind of like um, Fast and Furious. Yeah, Fast and Furious deal. kind of like setup. street racer, street racer kind of car uh-huh. with these two young kids in it, real New York looking, like New York Giants baseball hats on, and like. Uh, like um, neon, jerseys, jerseys. neon lit underneath yeah neon lit the whole stuff. thing yeah that kind of look and one of them kind of pulls up next to us came up, up on us really quick and Chad kind of just looks over and then kind of ignores them because they kind of look like they're they stopped they slowed down next to us yeah. kind of like you guys doff your bowlers at them yeah well we didn't have our bowlers on uh, I was going to yeah, say you guys yeah. look like clockwork orange they're yeah. probably scared yeah. <laughs> uh, but then they, so they kind of come up and then they, they slam it they go yeah. really fast and then another one comes up does the same exact thing and then another one comes up holy shit you guys right? are juggling there's three of them right yeah they're juggling cars <laughs> they're, all, they're so, all checking you out right they're, they're checking us off. out and they're kind of like you know but the third one comes up and is kind of like nudging close oh, to the car no. and we're going really fast yeah. right and Chad is now kind of and Chad's like um, six foot blonde good looking guy good shape you know but tall in his in his seat so kind of like a presence mm-hmm. um, and Chad kind of like purposely now not looking yeah. at this guy yeah. and they're getting like a little bit closer and a little bit closer and he's just like and so and I can't remember but my recollection is that he might have Chad may have like waved to defi- like kind of like get out of here or mm-hmm. kind of like he Go did on. something that was interpreted as posturing okay right like he didn't flip him off and he didn't like he mouth anything him. to him but he He's did like, something on, that was like ahead, yeah ahead. he was kind of like did something like yeah get yeah. out of here or go ahead of us and it was enough to make the, the third car be like this guy's fucking around with us like he wants to you know challenge yeah and so in his Ford Escort <laughs> well, right yeah and so he starts getting really close to the car and then at this point the other two cars that were in the distance start slowing down and they're coming back right so they're we're catching up to them this so is all now, pre-cell phone right you said not yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get a cell phone until yeah. 92 yeah. so yeah this is 1990 did you guys think about maybe slowing down so alright so here's okay. the thing so no not yet okay. not yet we're just driving and trying to be in the right lane and just be like yeah. we're just we're just a doing lot of 65 and it is you, our, our yeah. adrenaline our heart rates are going up and we're like and these kids are like 17 18 years old right. and, uh, and just putting attitude out and so 
they start getting a little bit closer. And then, are they like in your lane? Or are you guys like so? Steering? One of them is next to us, but he's he's on the line. Yeah, right. He's he's in half in our lane. <laughs> another one is in, directly in front of, in front of us uh, now, shit. and the other one is kind of somewhere on the third lane or whatever. And so the window comes out, and the kid's got a knife, a big Bowie knife, silver black handle, and he's reaching out, and he's close enough that he's banging on Chad's window. Oh my god! Right with the butt of the knife, and so it's. Like, you know how close a car has to be to reach your arm out and touch another car? Especially a low, little car like that. Yeah, right. And so the rearview mirrors are almost hitting each other. Yeah. Right? And so he's tapping, and Chad is, like, now trying to maneuver a little bit. And the one in front of us is slowing down. Mm -hmm. And so now they're starting to slow us down and pull us over. Right. And there's nothing we can do. Like, Chad's, like, and we're talking to each other, like, what the fuck? What do do we slow? Can we get around? And he's like, I can't get around him. I can't get around him. Give me a pin. Give me a pin. Well, that was the thing. I, I was running through my head like, what do we have? What do we have? And we did. We had all of our pins, like plastic <laughs> pins. <laughs> like, you know, plastic. <laughs> Silicone bouncing balls. And, uh, Let's put on a show. And I did actually have a, a, like a, like juggling knives that are not sharp. You know, Any just, torches? Uh, and or, tor- or we chainsaw. had torches in the car as well. Right. But Chainsaws. What are you gonna, we're, gonna, we're, not burnt, we're not going after Frankenstein. <laughs> you know, a ton, <laughs> ton yeah. of uh, scarves, maybe? Like yeah, those yeah, scarves. Some babushkas. A whole bunch of silks out of Chad's nose. That'll, that'll get these guys. Oh, my goodness. There's a unicycle in the car. Like, <laughs> right. you know, like, what, what do we got? You're as ill-equipped <laughs> yeah. as two grown men could be for a highway street fight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not one yeah. weapon. But right. they turn into superheroes because they put their mind makeup on. And they mind that they have weapons now. Yeah, now that would have worked beautifully. Yeah. So they, so the guy, they're slowing us down, and Chad is trying to maneuver not to hit their cars. And they do; they pull us over. One of them kind of does the legit cop move, like in yeah. front of you, and the other one is next to us. And the other third one is actually kind of out in the lane, and like out in the actual driving lane. And they stop, and they get out of their cars, and we're sitting there like doors are locked, and we're like. What are we going to do? We can't reverse. And I texted Chad actually this week. I haven't talked to him in like 12 or 15 years. And just to ask him to recollect. And he was like, he remembered one of them had a chain as well. And so there's a dude with a knife and a chain. And I remember so visibly. Extras from the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it was. was, It it did. It kind of looked like a 1980s gang that that they would cast for a stupid like breakdancing video. Right, yeah. Or something. Because it was like they were too (laughs) costumed. And and all the cars were too So much posturing. Spoken by the guy in the. (laughs) The plaid pants and the. They looked ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's warriors. You right. literally are living in warriors yeah. at the so moment. So I remember the kid with the knife banged Chad's hood. Like in, the like butt right, of the so knife. He, yeah, butt of the knife right in front of his hood. And Chad, in a moment of like, this is the last possible thing he can do, Chad slams on the gas. And he kind of gently nudges one of them out of the way. Like, and that kid like kind of rolls over the hood a little bit. Not like in any way I think could have injured him. Right. But sure. Knocks him down. And Chad rubs the car through the oh, gap that's yeah. between the one on our left and the one that was wow. diagonal Scra- in front of us. Scraping them. Like he rubbed the whole side of his Traded car on paint. one of their bumpers. Yeah. Like it was like, and like kind of rocked their car as, he, yeah. as we got out. And he slammed it and we gunned it. it. Right? So you're so in 45. So we're now, well, that's the thing. We're in a, a <laughs> yeah, Ford Escort. Four 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 three. Three we had the advantage of they were out of their cars. Yes. Sure. Right. So, and I don't know if they So now you're 20 feet off. ahead. Right. So we're going. And Chad is going as fast as he can. And we're gunning it. And they're getting in their cars. And we're looking in the rear mirror and turning around behind us. And they're getting in there. Like the cars are catching up. And there's an exit coming. Do you have music on? 
I do not remember. Spin Doctors, yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do not remember if those music on. My adrenaline was ridiculous. Oh, my God. And so we're, he's gunning it, and we're coming towards this exit. And I looked on the map today, and I think it was exit 8A on the New Jersey Turnpike, if I'm not mistaken. And we're gunning it, and the exit is like, you know, in the, the gravel, and it's like becoming, yeah. you know? And they're catching up and catching up and catching up, and we're still on the highway. And at the very last minute, they were like right up on us. Chad. Hard right, almost flips the escalator, and we go and we just make the exit, and they're, and they and they're whipping by. Go past, good, and we get off at the exit, and we drive like two or three miles into the whatever that community yeah. was. Find like a buy uh, homes, well, set up lives. Well, no, yes. <laughs> I'm never going anywhere else. Throw we found like a, a like a corporate park torch that had the, <laughs> torch the car, <laughs> right, yeah. burn just, the clothes, just walk. We're, the we're not juggling problem. anymore. Yeah, don't ever juggle no. again. One one, on. one more bro cupped handshake at the at the at the, at the fork in the road. I'll so, never we'll never see each other again, brother. <laughs> so we pull into like an industrial park that has a cars in it, and we park and we just kind of turn off the engine. And we're in amongst other cars, and we just sit. And we sat there for about an hour and a half. Oh, my God. In we like just in, Not in silence, but, but like we were like, yeah. we were just, let's just, we're just going to wait. Wait it out. We just wait it out. Yeah. Roll the windows down, listen and for the, the thrumming we just, of the we motors. Just, we're just looking in the mirrors and looking to see if they got off. Yeah. And, and then we kept telling ourselves, well, obviously, they just kept going. Why would they yeah. stop, you know? But it, was, it took us hours to come down. Dude, God. how nervous when you finally got back on that. Yeah, I'm it was, still it looking was, over my dude, shoulder. I, I remember us getting dinner. I don't remember if it was that day or the day after, and we were still yeah. Yeah. Like, like buzzing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you think that they're the ones who killed Mr. Ray? It's very possible it was all set up. <laughs> Either that or he was the one that got us off that exit just in time. Oh, his spirit. It was like the gift of the Magi, <laughs> yes. man. We gave him that gift. Uh, we gave him the gift right. of the Hold <laughs> right! <laughs> Hey, this is Steve Roney. Thanks for listening to the Punch-Up Podcast. We release new episodes every Monday, so be sure to check us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. We're also on Facebook and on Twitter at Punch Podcast. Like us, follow us, and subscribe. Each week, we bring in some of the funniest writers and performers from the Philly comedy scene. Someone tells a story while the others help out. Me, your host, Steve Roney, along with Kevin Reagan, Ian O'Shea, Jesse Preisendorfer, and a different guest every week. Thanks for listening and be sure to check us out every Monday.